Welcome to Faith, Life, and Inspiration with Tim Andes. I am here today. I would like uh, to speak a little bit how our attitude is key to success. And I believe our attitude also reflects our our character. And uh, to think about the, the times that we've been around positive people that have a positive attitude and how that has made us feel is something I would encourage you to think and ponder about in today's episode. Uh, I've been pondering that as we've started a new school year. Uh, how important it is as a teacher to have a positive attitude. When you come into the classroom, you are the safety for many children. And your attitude plays a huge role um, in how you treat your he, treat your students and treat, treat your own children as you if you think of it as a father to his child or mother to their children. Our attitude is important and the main way we can season our attitudes and have the right attitude is by being in the word of God which gives us the right mental attitude and it also refreshes us and gives us guidance which is so important for young couples and young people and newlyweds that we have the word of God as our absolute knowing what is true and then we can have the right attitude towards God's word and believe it and take it fully into our hearts and not just take it and say amen to it in a church service or in that kind of a setting but take it and apply it to our lives and so I believe that our attitude reflect, is reflected through our behaviors. And if we are letting the nature of Christ wash us, cleanse us, and make us different beings, which is what God's word is to do, is to change a person, not keep them the same as we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, came into the world speaking lies, but we aren't to remain the same. Our attitude needs to change. And when a person's attitude changes, that's when successes can happen for them. So I want to contrast and think about the contrast between a positive person and a negative person. And I plan to talk about this in a future devotions um, with the uh, school that I have the opportunity to uh, teach at. Um, we are given the opportunity every day to share God's word and devotions with the children, which I think is an awesome opportunity. I highly value Christian education, if you can't tell already. That's a passion that I have, and God has given that passion to me. I believe he placed me in a school um, that I'm able to use my, and use my abilities that, and talents that God's given me at this time to really have a positive impact on children's lives that also are having a family that have the same desire and attitude towards God's word and that is that we let the word of God um, change us day by day. And so having this opportunity, something that's really on my heart is that for us to be successful in life, whether it's children, teachers, um, husbands, wives, um, ministers, um, we need to have a positive uh, role model. We need people that have gone before us that we can say that is someone that I would uh, desire to be uh, like. And it's not wrong to have that, but we do need to recognize that people are human. They make mistakes, but it's those that are humble enough to recognize they make mistakes that are the true leaders. And having the right attitude, what does it look like, is a question I want to pose 
to those of you listening, um, and I will be posing to my students, is what does a positive person look like? And that could be a smile or um, maybe they uh, uh, are shaking people's hand or uh, waving to them. But a simple smile, I've many times witnessed how a smile can be the difference for a child. And at the, as the, we've just started the school year, it's important that uh, teachers and parents are waking up in the morning with a positive attitude towards their children because that's what's going to set them up for success, make them want to come to school, make them want to continue to live and have purpose in their lives. But what I see happening is that parents, teachers, we become complacent, we become busy, and we start to let a negative attitude slip in and little words that are said are very powerful and cause children to feel down about themselves and their own attitude about themselves becomes lower than it should be. And I would encourage you um, that we want to create a positive atmosphere for our children. We want to be the kind of parents, the teachers, the ministry that those children desire to be around. As they are the next generation, the children are. We want to create a positive environment that makes them want to be around us. And our words are very important. What we say, every moment for a child is very important. I take every moment in my classroom as uh, many times there's teachable moments that we want to grab a hold of and not just be so structured and staying with the curriculum or staying with, uh, with our lesson plan. But there's opportunities and times where we just need to um, bring back to focus something or drive something home for someone that you can see is really getting it and really uh, uh, focusing on those things when a child grabs a hold of something and they're like, aha, they've got something, to really um, pat them on the back, give them that positive reinforcement, and that makes them believe that they can do it. And that's what in my class and in my family – we really we're not all just positive thinking all the time we have moments um to be truthfully and honest but we do have the lord and he is able to help us have this positive attitude that we can then flow to others so the prophet of god william branham in 1954 he spoke a message of personal experience with god and i want you to hear what he said Was you ever around someone that you just loved to be around? That was a question that he was asking. And I think we all can think of somebody, uh, role models in our lives, people we love to be around. Have you ever wanted to be around that person? Have you had those kind of people, the prophet said? What was it? It's because of their atmosphere that they create around them. And I was just thinking when I read this quote that the atmosphere we create is what can attract people or cause them to go away. The atmosphere and our words being seasoned with the Holy Spirit can do more effect, can do more for a young person than when we act with our own opinions, our thoughts, or we are harshly... uh, bring an approach that is harsh. There are times where the approach needs to be harsh, but there are also times where that is not going to create an atmosphere where someone will want to be around you, where they'll want to continue to 
listen to you. And I've seen this. And to have an effectual ministry or work with young people, we need to realize that we need to create an atmosphere that they will want to stay and be under. Now, Brother Branham says, you've been, in ni- you've been in nice people, but yet you couldn't stand to be around them. We've met nice people, that's true. But you, you just can't stand to be around them. There's something about them. It's their atmosphere, he says. And he said that in, in a most nice way he could. They're nice people, he says. But you just can't be around them. You don't want to be around them. They have, they have an atmosphere around them of always, woe is me, and this is wrong, and that is wrong, criticizing. For me, that is something I desire to not continually have surrounding me. I desire to have people that will go on with the Lord and that want to have an atmosphere, and they're willing to change. The atmosphere is important And we want to be in an atmosphere where there's love. And Brother Branham Branham says, Love goes out deep. It does great things. And Jesus Christ is the love of God. So, if a person hasn't received Jesus Christ, which is the love of God, deep within them, they will externally attack. They will externally be negative to others because they haven't got the inside. Many times people are concerned about making sure everything is good on the outside, but when they haven't been concerned about what's on the inside. What I desire is for young people, for parents, for anyone that would listen to this podcast, that we would have an atmosphere of love where Jesus Christ comes in first and then our outside starts to change and manifest. And we, d- we don't do it out of works and we don't do it because someone says we need to do it. We do it because we have a revelation that God is desiring this kind of attitude or atmosphere in my home, in my life. So that we can be the demonstration of the love of God to others. There are many that have been wounded. There are many that have been hurt. And they're looking for an atmosphere, someone that can reflect the true nature of Christ, which is divine love, with a positive outlook, with an open hand of grace that can say, you come back to the fold, come back to where you left God. That is my desire, that we would have an attitude, one that's not demeaning, one that doesn't push people away, but one that wants to have others lifted up. When a person is thinking of others and their attitude isn't just about themselves, they're not just all about me, your attitude starts to change and you start to think about others. You start to act different. You start to walk different. And I had a friend, Brother Ernie. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's a minister of the gospel. And he has a quote he likes to many times say, and I thought I'd share it as he shared it with me. It's our attitude... He says, not our aptitude that will determine our altitude. And I was just thinking and pondering on that. It's our attitude, not our aptitude, not our natural abilities, not what we think we can do that will determine how high we can go. It's how we think about ourselves. If we know and we can trust and know in whom we have believed, know where we're going, we know our end goal is the rapture. But as sons and daughters of God, we cannot trust on our own abilities, 
but we need to trust in the unseen hand of Jehovah who's guiding us, providing for us, and he's going to lead us home. But as eagles and as children of God, we are wanting to soar. We're wanting to go higher than Laodicea, higher than this world, and have a right mental attitude to God's promise. Because if you have the right attitude and you receive the promises of God and you say amen and you apply them to your life, God will back you up. Because he has said he will back up his sons and daughters and he will not leave them nor forsake them. You're not alone. And for children, I was thinking how important it is that their attitude about self is high. Because we have so many people pushing down and making them feel low, feel that they're no good. And I want to encourage us as parents and teachers and mentors of these youth that we start to ask ourselves, can we change our attitude towards these children and not be so harsh, but get the same results, if not better, when we start to sh show them their strengths, show them what they're good at, and show them how they can grow. If we start to believe in these children that they can do it, I believe they might, there might be things on the side, there might be things in the past that they've gone through, that they've had to walk through their life. They might even be diagnosed with something. They might have something um, that they've been labeled with in the past. But any true son or daughter of God can walk above that. They can go higher than that. Because it's our attitude, not our aptitude, that's going to determine our altitude. I'd like to leave you with a quote before we have a special song from Brother Andrew Revis. It's, Is anything too hard from the Lord for the Lord? I want to leave you with a quote, and it's in 1964 from the prophet William Branham, A Trial. And Brother Branham says, Oh, what ought that to do to us? Though we be alienated, though we're in a dark world of unbelief and sorrow and sickness and death, yet let's act like sons and daughters of God. We are the sons and daughters of the King. It ought to change our attitude, everything. So as sons and daughters of God, when God comes in and we realize and recognize we're a part of a king, we're, we're his son, his daughters, we're going to walk different, we're going to talk different, we're going to have a positive attitude, even amidst great trials, that is what Brother Branham was bringing out. It ought to change our attitude, everything. Everything in our lives will change when Jesus comes in. When you let the great king come and take full control and let him have dominion over the sin in your life and you hate the sin that is besetting you and holding you back and you start to fall in love with Jesus, he becomes a friend. He becomes a comforter in times of trouble. When you go through trials, he lifts you up. His word gives you the right attitude, the, uh, the right it gives us the right inspiration from the Bible. We can grow. We can um, be a great enemy of Satan in this evil world that we're living. The prophet continues this on and he says, No matter what the rest of the world is, we must hold up the rights of God. Remember, we must remember that this is not our home. We are not of this country. We're not of this world. We're born of the Spirit of God which is above. And I'd like to leave that you with this. We are not of this country. 
We are not, we may have been born in America or Canada or Africa or wherever you might hear this in India or Europe, but we're not of this world. We've been born from another world and we've dropped into time and now we must reflect and walk as sons and daughters of a king. I encourage you, if you haven't been walking as a son or daughter of king and you've been living below your privileges, now is the time to say, I can do this. I can come back where God left me. You won't be able to do it. It's going to be God in you that's going to help you overcome whatever it is in your life to recognize it's your attitude that towards God's word that determines the results in your life. I, I encourage you, don't have any doubt or unbelief take you over. But believe God's word and take it fully in your heart. And then you can be a powerhouse for God. In this last days when many are falling away, when many are, are turning to the world and the things of this world and the love for this world and their morals are decaying and politics is fading and people are falling in corruption, I can say that there's true sons and daughters of God that are still going to walk as sons and daughters of a king and we're not going to give up we're not going to look back but we're marching forward until the rapture I would like to leave you with this song is anything too hard for God I want to answer that question for you nothing is too hard for our God so God bless you I hope you enjoy this song and uh, hope to continue having podcasts on Wednesdays um, Lord willing maybe weekly or bi-weekly We just trust in the Lord and we thank you for the prayers. Many people that have sent us encouraging words and have been blessed uh, by the by the things we have said and shared. It's only only one desire we have is to lift up Christ. And for uh, my son and and future generation, we want to be able to leave things that they will be able to uh, listen to and be encouraged. And know their God and do greater things. I want my son to go above and beyond what I have done in my life. I want him to learn from my mistakes. And I want him to be able to grow as well. So, God bless you. Here's a song. Is anything too hard for God? You can find it on YouTube if you like it. And um, Brother Andrew Revis is singing this song. He, He was in my wedding as one of my groomsmen. God. 
Trust his word. Trust in his word. Amen. His plans are now unfolding. They're performing perfectly. And it's clear how much he loves you. Thank you, Lord. Just look at all he's done. And for all our questions, there's really Nothing's too hard for our God. So I just encourage you, if this uh, uh, podcast has been a blessing to you, maybe share it with friends or someone that you think would uh, be blessed by it. And uh, we just desire to lift up Jesus Christ and desire that the last ones would come in. We know and are taught that the last, when the last one comes in, we go home. And our heavenly home is where I desire to be. So our desire and burden should be in these last days when so many are falling away that we would rise up and find that last one with boldness, knowing in whom we have believed, uh, having faith that those last few seed are going to come in right at the end. There's going to be one little girl. The prophet of God said it could be in Seattle. It could be in Finland. It could be somewhere across the ocean in Africa where Lord willing I want to go soon here we'll see what the lord has in march but just continue to keep us in your prayers and uh we pray god bless each one of you that will listen to this podcast in the days to come god bless you richly amen